Ask your wives, daughters, and believing women to draw their cloaks over their bodies. In this way, it's more likely they will be recognized as victorious and not to be harassed. And Allah is all forgiving, most merciful. Hi, and assalamu alaikum. My name is Raqaya Wrights, and welcome to season three, episode nine of Breaking Barriers. In honor of our two year anniversary. And in honor of the first ever episode of Breaking Barriers, which was my hijab story, I put together this hijab tell-all with the hijab stories of multiple people from a wide range of ages and a wide range of cultures. And a lot of these people, you've heard them on the podcast before. So to start things off, we have my aunt, Auntie Alima. Hi, my name is Halima Wright. Age, I'm going to say above 35. Let's just leave it at that. Career, I've been an educator for 20 plus years. And um, I mainly focus on teaching middle school. I teach middle school English between 6th to 8th graders. When it comes to, you know, things that I would want people to know about me, I think the most important thing I want people to know about is that I'm a Muslim. Um, I'm a Muslim. I'm from the Caribbean, specifically Guyana. I was born there, grew up there, spent a little more than half of my life there, and then I migrated to the U.S. And why do I want people to know that I'm a Muslim? Well, it's because Islam governs everything that I do. So for me, it's important that people understand that about me. It helps me to get along better with them, and it prevents us from getting into conflicts. Now, you might ask why and when I've been wearing... uh, why and when I started wearing hijab. I started wearing hijab when I was about four years old. I went to kindergarten and um, I saw everyone in my house wearing hijab, my mom, my sister. So I asked my dad, I'm like, daddy, can I wear hijab to school? And he was like, yeah, why not? But at that time I was going to a government school and in Guyana, we didn't have a rule that allows Muslims to wear hijab. So when I wore it that first day and I went to school, my kindergarten teacher, she took it off. And she said, you can't wear this. You're not allowed to do this. So I was pretty upset. Like I couldn't understand why I couldn't wear my hijab. I wore it everywhere else. Why couldn't I wear it to school now? And then I went home and I told my dad. And he was like, well, you know, it, it's, it's different out there. Not everyone is accepting of you wearing a hijab. And he tried explaining it to me. But for a four-year-old, that was just strange. Anyway, um, my mom and a few other sisters at the time, they were concerned about it. They wanted to raise their kids in a manner in which they're allowed to wear their hijab and express their identity. So what they did was they went out and met with the vice president of Guyana at that time, his wife. And they had a sit down with her and they had a nice long chat. And after that conversation, they met with her a few more times and it took about two years. And when I got into first grade, and I was like six years old, we were finally given that permission to wear hijab in schools. Muslim girls could go to school and wear hijab. So I think that was when I was able to wear it full time everywhere, not just going out, going to the masjid or going to families, but even as I went to school. So that was my start in wearing hijab. Now, my journey with hijab has been, I would say, interesting because it's something that I always did. Like from the time I had the understanding of hijab, I was already in it, started wearing it. So for me, where for some people, it's like a transition where you find like for a lot of people, they don't know if they want to wear the hijab full time. So I see a lot of young girls going through that. They're not quite sure how they feel about it. For me, I didn't have that experience because it was something that I was doing from so young. So what it felt like to me, it was a part of who I am, my identity. I identified as a Muslim and being a Muslim woman, it meant that hijab was a part of that. So wearing it throughout my life was just something that came as natural as breathing air, I might say. You know, it was something that I did always. 
I can't imagine a time in my life where I was not wearing hijab. So it was an interesting journey because it's something that came easy for me, something that I did. It felt natural. I didn't have the challenges that some people might have in adjusting. I see a lot of girls today being a middle school teacher and I work in Islamic school. I see a lot of my students who struggle with that. They wear it to school, but then they don't wear it to go out and it's difficult and it's challenging. But for me, I didn't have that. So I consider my journey, my journey to be interesting because it was so simple. It wasn't like a challenge for me. And one of the things I have learned about wearing hijab is that when you're a hijabi, you have to conduct yourself in a certain manner. Growing up in the West Indies, people held Muslim to a certain standards. And so when they saw a hijab, if you're walking down the street and you see a group of men standing and they're talking and they're probably arguing and cursing and they saw a hijabi walking by regardless of age, they would stop and they would always say, sorry, sister, sorry, sister. Or they would see you and be like, good afternoon, good morning. And they would immediately stop. They would apologize for their behavior and wait until you went by and then they'd resume whatever they were doing. And then when I came to the U.S., I discovered that people pretty much felt the same way. I settled in Brooklyn when I came to the U.S. And I would be on the trains and the subways can be crazy. And people would be, men would have conversation, they'd be talking, and they'd be just expressing themselves using profanity. And if I got on that train and I sat down beside him, instantly you would hear that, oh, sorry, sister. So what I learned from that is that people saw you in a certain light. They held you in a certain, you know, a certain esteem. And they had a certain amount of respect for you. So in wearing that hijab, you as a Muslim, had to recognize that and you had to respect yourself and the way you carried yourself. You weren't allowed to do the things that everybody else is doing because people held you with such high esteem and had so much respect for you. How could you then, as a Muslim, act like any other person on the street? So that's what it taught me, that when you wear that hijab, you gain that respect. And it helped in forming my belief because hijab was made for on us, compulsion on us as Muslims, as a form of protection for us as a, as a woman. It's a way of maintaining your haya. And wearing it taught me that, wow, this was like seeing it in real life. That the respect people give you because you were a hijabi. The way they saw you, the way they treated you. And so it kind of like reaffirmed my faith and my belief. And it made it even easier for me to continue in my life as a hijabi. I think my, one of my most favorite things about wearing a hijab is that I never have to worry about having a bad hair day. It's like, listen, I put on my hijab and I'm good. I just comb my hair, put it in a bun, and that's it. So I think that's one of my favorite things. I don't have to worry about keeping up with fashion trends and what my hair looks like. And oh my God, if my hair get wet, and especially being African, you know, when you're black and you have your hair and you press it out and you're thinking water, if my hair gets wet, it's a big thing. Like I just pressed my hair out, I flat ironed it. And you're thinking if water gets on this, oh, it's going to ruin it. When you wear a hijab, you don't have to worry about that. It's like you never have a bad hair day. You don't have to worry about any of that stuff because you're in hijab. So I think that's like one of my favorite things about it. Never having a bad hair day. Don't have to worry about what my hair looks like or what anybody's going to say. And I think, you know, the, the important thing about wearing a hijab is that it helps you to have that modesty. It helps you to maintain a sense of modesty as a Muslim woman. Because when you're dressed in hijab, the fact that people see you in a certain way, you're also conscious of the way you act, the way you speak, the way you interact with people. It was a strange thing when I was growing up for a Muslim girl to actually say something that wasn't polite or something that was unkind. Uh, I remember once my friend and I was walking and somebody got her really mad and she responded harshly. And yeah, she was annoyed because the person really made her angry. And she responded to the person. And then the guy turned to her and said, ah, oh, but you're Muslim, you can't say that. And that was like an awakening for me. It was like, wow. People see you in that light. You have to maintain your modesty and your shyness. You know, haya is important when you wear a hijab. And so that response, it's something that kind of stuck with me throughout my life. Looking at how he reacted to, even though this guy was being annoying and annoyed her and she responded like anybody, what if you get angry? People didn't give you that option. It was like, you're a Muslim, right? You're, you're a great above the rest. So you're supposed to carry yourself in that manner. You're supposed to be modest in your actions, in your speech. And, you know, people looked at you in a different way. So that's something that I find, you know, that, that, that was something that was important that I learned about 
modesty and the hijab. And this is something that also you learn. This is a part of Islam, part of being a Muslim. Being modest in the way you carry yourself, your character, in the way you speak, the way you interact with people. And hijab for a woman, I feel, helps that. And it helps in maintaining that kind of shyness because you're not going to be that bold and out there because you realize that you're representing Islam. The way you act and the way you carry yourself is a reflection of, of Islam and how people look at Muslims in general. I would say my biggest struggle with wearing hijab would have been, hmm, I mean, I think I was fortunate in the sense that we didn't have too many things that we had to deal with in terms of struggles. Not many people challenged it in the Caribbean growing up in Guyana. You didn't have a lot of challenges that you face. But I think my biggest struggle might have been when I came to the U.S. because that was, you know, post 9-11 and people looked at you in a way that, you know, kind of suggested that you were somebody terrible. And I think that period was kind of a bit challenging because you knew to yourself as a Muslim that, listen, I'm not responsible for harming anyone. This is not what Islam teaches. I would never harm someone intentionally. It's not something that I've ever done. So being seen in that way, that was a challenge. Like being, But I mean, even though it was a challenge, I never thought that I didn't want to wear my hijab. I was just unhappy about the fact that when people saw me in that hijab, they looked at me and they no longer saw the quiet, modest, respectable person you know, some people just looked at you and saw you as this evil person willing to commit some kind of crime and do something horrible to others. So I think that was a bit of a challenge to me. But over time, it became different because as time went by, people started seeing us Muslims different and, you know, no longer had that fear for the hijab. So I think that was the most challenging thing I experienced in terms of wearing a hijab, being seen in that negative light. I think I continue with my Islam every day. I wake up and I decide I'm still a Muslim and I'm happy to be a Muslim because of all the things I've experienced in life. There's so many things that I have seen in life and it's just an affirmation of everything that I have learned, everything that I have been taught as you study Islam and you learn more about it. And for that, I continue to be a Muslim. It conforms to me my belief and it strengthens my faith that Islam is the one and only religion for me. This is the perfect way of life. Like when you look at today's society, so many of the things that have been mentioned in Quran, you see it coming to pass. And when you look at it and you see it, it makes you realize that Islam is perfect. It's true. Like everything that you see in Islam, everything that you've been you've been taught, it's actually true. I was looking at a a program. It was a documentary and it was talking about a shift in marriage patterns. And in this documentary, uh, they talked about Americans getting married younger now. And the person doing it mentioned that one of the things that they suggest that helps in creating a happy married life and a lasting marriage is not dating, not living together, not having multiple partners before you settle down in life. And they were saying, the reason why marriages fail is because when you start dating at 14, 15, 16, you have multiple partners, you form connections, you form bonds with them, you know, your heart gets attached. And eventually that relationship doesn't work out and it falls apart. And when it falls apart, you know, there's grief, there's sadness, you go through all the stages, but then you move on to the next person. As you go through life, by the time you get to 30, you've had several partners and you've already formed that habit of okay, if a relationship isn't working, I'm just, I'm going to get out. I'm going to leave. And so the psychologist who was doing this, this piece, this presentation, she was saying that, you know, when people live like that, it destroys the family unit and the family structure because it's easier for you to work, to just, to just walk away from a marriage when you finally get married than it is for you to stay and work it out and try to make it work. And that for me was interesting because... When she said that, I was thinking to myself, wait a second, but Islam teaches us this, that we should not be having multiple partners. We should not be dating in Islam. We shouldn't have premarital relations whatsoever. You know, you marry and when you get married, that's when you're going to get to know that person. You get to develop an affection and appreciation and that helps you. 
because you're discovering that person. And you don't come into a marriage with preconceived ideas or this concept of, well, I know if things doesn't work out, it'll hurt, but I can just walk away. So when you get into a marriage, you're thinking, how can I fix this? How can I work on it? How can I make it better? And so I think that is something that's really beautiful about Islam when you think about it, is that when you look at it, what you're seeing here is that what Islam teaches people of today, when they want to have a better lifestyle, a better quality of life, they're giving the same advice. And we've had this advice over 1,400 years ago. So for me, I think that's, that's a beautiful thing for me about Islam. Just seeing it being reformed daily in the advice and the suggestions and the things that people are saying and understanding like, wow, really? We learned this from Islam. And now society is saying this is the way to have a better quality of life. This is the way to improve the way you're living. And that's, it's kind of beautiful. And it makes you stronger on your deen. It makes you appreciate Islam and see it for the perfect way of life that it is. For me, being a Muslim means submitting to the will of Allah. Being a Muslim means that you don't just do what you want to when you feel like it, but you do what you know is pleasing to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And it makes you a selfless person. And in this world we're living today, people are kind of self I think they're, they're self-observed, pretty selfish. People are just doing what satisfies them, looking for self-gratification. And a lot of times they don't think about how it affects other people around them, you know, how others are impacted by their actions. People just look at themselves and doing what they want to do. But as a Muslim, you understand that a Muslim is one who submits to the will of Allah. And so, yeah, you may not want to do something, but you think about it, you're like, you know what? I do this for the pleasure of Allah. And you get up and you do it. So you learn that you don't put yourself first. You always do what is right first. And that's what it means to me to be a Muslim. So yeah, I may want to do this or that, but you don't just give in to your desires. If your desires is not what is right, if it's not beneficial to everyone around you and not just you, if it's not something that is pleasing to Allah, you have to let it go. And in the long run, you generally see that it is for the best. Give it time, things work themselves out, and you realize, well, it is for the best. So for me, being a Muslim means understanding that your purpose in life is to submit to the will of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We have freedom of choice, of course, we know that. But the choices that you should make should be things that are in keeping with this deen, things that Allah will be pleased with you for. And so that's what it means for me to be a Muslim. And one of the greatest things that Islam has given me that no one can ever take away from me is hope. Islam teaches us to always have hope. You know, and Allah tells us in Quran where he mentions that verily after hardship come it is. And the ayah repeats in the second ayah and in this, the ayah that follows, it also mentions after hardship come it is. And that shows you that even if you're going through a tough time, a difficult time, after every hardship or challenge or difficulty you face, there's going to be ease. And that gives you hope. So it doesn't matter how bad it gets, you know, because Allah tells us this, and Allah's promise is true, there will always be ease. And not just one. When you think about the surah and you think about what the two ayats are saying, after hardship come at ease, after hardship come at ease twice, you understand that after a difficulty, there's going to be two ease, not just one. And that's something that makes you feel hopeful. So no matter what you face in life, no matter what you go through, you know to yourself that it's going to get better because Allah promises us, you know, this. This is something that Allah has promised to us. So as a believer, you have hope. And I think hope is a really important thing to have in life because without it, a lot of people just live in despair. And I think this is why so many people commit suicide and people get depressed and suffer from all this depression and all this mental health illness because you don't have something to look forward to. When you don't have anything good to look forward to, when you don't expect anything good to come, life feels hopeless and you just want to end it. And I understand why people get depressed because, well, what do I have? What positive things can I possibly expect to come? You're faced with challenges. You're faced with hardship. And... You just want to give up. But Islam teaches me that, that no, you don't. You always need to have hope. And so for that reason, I, I, I feel like that's one of the best things that I, I have gotten from Islam.
And that's something that no one can take away from me. Understanding that. Because in Islam, we learn that even sickness, when you're sick, people may say, oh my God, I'm sick. I've got a really bad illness and you're suffering. But even in that, there is good. Because Islam teaches us that with sickness, it's an expiation for your sins. So look at the beauty in that. Nobody is sinless. We all commit sins, we make mistakes. And then you get sick and Allah causes you to get sick. And you feel pain and you feel suffering. But it's not in vain. For all that you feel, your sins are being forgiven. So even with that, you see, after hardship come at ease. The ease is that you're relieved of those sins. You're forgiven of them. They're no longer a burden that you have to carry. So even in sickness, you can look to it and see, well, there is something good in this. So for me, I think that's one of the best things that you know Islam has given me. Hope, always being hopeful and positive. My name is Zakia Dolan. I'm 16 years old and I'm a junior at Henny Ford Early College. Inshallah, I want to become an ASL interpreter as well as an animal care specialist in the future. I started wearing hijab at age 7 and I was on and off until I became 9 years old and that's when I started wearing it full time. So when I was 7 years old, I didn't really understand the reason of why I was wearing the hijab, I just was wearing it because it was beautiful and it was fun and I just enjoyed having it on. And then as I got older and as I matured, my understanding of it also matured and it went from being a piece of clothing that I wore for fashion and for fun to becoming a piece of clothing that I wear for myself because of my religion and to become closer to God. And as I got older, I also started realizing that the hijab brings humbleness and modesty. And that kind of shows like the journey that I've had with my hijab. Because when I was younger, I didn't really know why I was wearing it. I was just wearing it because it was fun. And now that I'm older, I know that as a Muslim female, it's what Allah has commanded us to do. And I've also learned that wearing the hijab isn't just wearing a scarf on your head. It also helps you to shape how you present yourself as a woman in Islam or as a girl in Islam. And when I was younger, my favorite thing about wearing the hijab was how I could match it to my outfits and how I could you know, style it with different underpieces and lace pieces and different fabrics. But now I feel that my favorite thing about the hijab is that it's a blessing to have it. It's a blessing to be able to cover myself and protect myself from evil within the world. And it's extremely important to have this modesty in Islam because as well as it's being protection, it's obeying what Allah has commanded us to do. And if you're not fulfilling this commandment, you fall into haram things and things that will harm you in the present and in the akhirah. Um, I can't say that I really struggle wearing the hijab because alhamdulillah that's been very easy for me and it's not a burden. And I know that some people struggle with that and some people also they get overheated in the sun and they feel like you know, they feel tired of wearing it, and I don't really, I mean, it gets hot, but I don't feel like it's as bad, because this is one thing that I like to remind people who uh, complain or they feel that it's hard on them, is that every time when you're wearing the hijab, every time you feel uncomfortable, or you get bullied, or you are just not feeling your best because of wearing the hijab, that you get rewarded every time you endure pain. So every time you are sweating from wearing it or every time you, you know, accidentally poke yourself with your pin, that you're getting rewarded in the end for pain that you endure. And some advice that I would like to give for people who struggle with the hijab is that although it can be difficult sometimes to transition from being a non-hijabi to wearing the hijab full time, 
You have to remember that you're doing this for Allah and not to please your parents or to please anyone and you shouldn't feel pressured to wear it. And it's also good to remember that with every hardship comes ease as mentioned in Surah Al-Sharh. So if you feel that it's hard or you feel that it's burdening, just know that with time, inshallah, there should be ease and it should become more comfortable for you. And inshallah, it becomes something that you love and strive to wear. Um, the reason why I choose to be a Muslim every day is because Islam is the truth. It's the one true religion, whereas all the other religions which claim to be the truth, they all have contradictions and none of them can compare to Islam because they're all false, they're all fake, and following them will just lead you away from Jannah and into the hellfire. So it's important to remember this and act upon it as well. Not So not just knowing it in your head, but also knowing it in your heart and acting upon it with sincerity. One of the most beautiful things in Islam to me is is the Quran, all the verses, the ayahs, the stories, and the prophet stories. And the Quran has no contradiction that no other religion can can compare to, and and you can see that nowadays, like modern science and technology, they're coming with all these um, discoveries that Allah has sent to us over a thousand years ago. And what amazes me a lot is the preciseness and the perfection of the Qur'an. Um, for example, the amount of times that different things were mentioned. Um, the words angels and devil is the same amount. The, wor- the words night and day are the same amount. Um, Jannah and Jahannam, the same amount. Uh, male and female the same amount like it's just so miraculous to me and when I learned about that I I didn't even know what to think like I was just so so in awe of this beauty that I just knew that Islam was the truth like there's no denying it and I'm extremely grateful and thankful that I was born into Islam And it's sad to think about the people who know that Islam is the truth, but they just won't accept it. And we know that they're blinded not by their eyes, but by their hearts. Because they know, they can see that Islam is the truth and they know it, but they're sticking to what they're following. And another thing that I'm grateful for and that's um, very beautiful about Islam is that a lot of other religions they have someone or something in between their connection with god so they're not praying directly to god they send their supplications through something or someone else and that they're supposed to deliver it to god for them but in islam we speak directly to allah and that's just a blessing to be able to have that connection and that's something that beautiful about Islam. Uh, What does it mean to be a Muslim? Um, A Muslim is someone who follows Islam and believes in the oneness of Allah and that Muhammad is his messenger and associates no partners with Allah and believes in the five pillars of Islam and everything that comes under the religion. Um, Something that Islam has given me that no one can take away is my belief in Allah and the belief of this whole entire deen and the whole entire religion because I haven't heard or seen anything that made me doubt Islam and I feel that knowing that Islam is the truth and actually believing it sincerely is something that no one can take away from me, that nothing can take away is my belief in Islam and belief in the truth of Islam. Alhamdulillah, so yeah, I'm extremely grateful to be a Muslim and to follow Islam.
Everyone, my name is Khadija White, and I'm nine years old, going into fifth grade, and I'm really into writing and martial arts, and from there. Okay, so why and why did I start wearing the hijab? I started wearing the hijab when I was in first grade, and the reason I wore it was because I knew the right thing. Also, because I was in a Muslim school. Lastly, was because when I skipped first grade, I thought since I'm older, I'll wear it. My journey with the hijab is that I loved it. I loved wearing it and everything. I didn't care what anybody thought of it. So when I was in a Muslim school, it was a little bit better. And now the hijab feels like a part of my body. And I don't go anywhere without it. My hijab helped respect, helped represent my religion. What has wearing the hijab taught me? It taught me that it doesn't matter what others say or think because the hijab is a part of your religion and you get rewards for it. Also, my hijab is a part of my body. There was a lot of benefits from it. My favorite thing about the hijab, I feel comfortable inside of it. And I feel modest. I know the rewards I get from it once I wear it. My biggest struggle was doing it for the reward and for the sake of Allah instead of because I felt like it, I saw people wearing it, or some, some, someone told me to. My advice for anyone struggling is no matter what, do it, do it correctly. You can always try different styles to wear your hijab, but make sure it's a style that helps you, become, that makes you comfortable and it makes you feel modest. But like, wear it like you mean it. Why is it you believe to be a Muslim every day? I chose to be a Muslim because I know it's the right religion. Because sometimes I might ask myself, who created this and that? And why am I wearing this and that? Or how do people, why do people do this and that? And who created this? Oh, it's so beautiful. And I remember Allah. Allah did all of this. I wouldn't be here right now. I wouldn't see all of this right now if it wasn't for Allah. The most beautiful thing about Islam is the mercy of Allah. It's so beautiful. To, it's, I can't even explain it. You could go do a sin right now. And then you feel so bad after doing it. You go offend to Allah. You go you go show Allah how, how much you feel like how much you want to be forgiven from doing that and how much you know that it was something wrong that you were not supposed to do you go repent to Allah right now and and it's so easy to get blessed to go it's so easy to get blessings and good deeds it's so easy like just make some zikr just say subhanallah alhamdulillah allahu akbar Allah, Allah, Allah. it's so easy to get good deeds that's the most beautiful thing about Islam one thing Islam gave me is trust and manners, and it also gave me strength in my iman, trust in my parents, and trust in Allah. Assalamu alaikum. My name is Amina Lawal, and I'm 18 years old. A little bit about me, I'm a freshman in college and planning to pursue a career in medicine, inshallah. My mom is American and my dad is Nigerian, but for the most part, I was raised in the United States and Michigan. So I first started wearing the hijab when I was around 10 years old, give or take a year. It's hard for me to pinpoint the time because putting the hijab on wasn't a huge event for me. I went to an Islamic school and my mom wears the hijab too. So it was something I was very much exposed to throughout my life. Because of that, I think the reason I started wearing it is because I was interested in doing so and I was encouraged by other people around me. When I first started out, it was just as practice. For example, I would wear it to school, but like take it off when I went to the pool. Or I might wear short sleeves and like capris with the hijab around that time. But when I hit puberty, I started wearing it much more seriously. Alhamdulillah, it wasn't very hard for me because I had that experience years prior. Of course though, hijab isn't just about covering the hair. So throughout my journey, um, I've always been working on becoming more modest with my clothing too, and modesty in that sense is still something I strive towards today. This experience of putting on the hijab has taught me that when I tell myself I'm going to do something, I will do it and I can do it. There are days I wake up and I just don't feel like wearing the hijab. Maybe I'm having a really good hair day or maybe I'm just tired of feeling a bit different than other people. But it's taught me discipline, which is something I'm able to take to other parts of my life. And this is one of my favorite things about wearing it. Another thing I love about hijab is that it just makes me feel good. 
Having haya is a command from Allah, so modesty is a type of worship. And I love that wearing hijab is a way for me to constantly be worshiping Allah. Unfortunately though, it's not always easy. My biggest struggle when wearing the hijab has been not feeling confident overall. But there are definitely many ways to help with this. First, it's important to surround yourself with other people who wear the hijab and are trying to get better when it comes to modesty. You're the person you surround yourself with. So by having people around you with similar goals, you'll be able to reach them better. Along with that, I would advise someone struggling with it to simply make du'a. There's no sincere du'a that Allah doesn't answer. And this is why I'm Muslim. I'm, I always say that people can be raised in a Muslim family, but I think there comes a point where a person must choose to be Muslim. And I choose to be a Muslim every day because act, after exploring different religions, I believe it's the most beautiful one. We have countless opportunities for rewards and for forgiveness. Allah tells us to do things that are already good for us and then rewards us with more than we can even imagine and more than we probably deserve. And when we're in doubt or have something or have done something that is against what Allah tells us to do, we have direct communication to him through dua. And this is an extremely beautiful thing and it makes me very grateful to be Muslim, alhamdulillah. So to me, being Muslim means submitting yourself to God. In our world, we often feel like we have to be a certain way to fit in or just to societal norms. But by being Muslim, all you have to do is follow Allah's guidance. And with that guidance, Allah has given me a purpose and a reason to wake up every morning. Inshallah, that is something no one can take away from me. Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh everyone. My name is Asiya Rai and I am 12 years old. I am in 7th grade and I love reading. Today I will be answering some questions about my experience with the hijab and the beauty of Islam. The first question is, when and why did you start wearing the hijab? I started wearing the hijab when I was six, and I wore it because my parents decided to encourage me to wear it from young so I could get used to wearing it and be, be comfortable. The second question is, what is what is your journey with the hijab and niqab if you are the niqab? So I don't wear the niqab, but my journey with the hijab so far has been good, alhamdulillah. When wearing it, I feel comfortable and I feel that the hijab is a way to show people the beauty of Islam and that you don't need to show skin to be beautiful. The third question is, what has wearing the hijab taught you? Wearing the hijab has taught me that you don't need to show skin to be beautiful because at the end of the day, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala made us all beautiful. And he told us in the Quran to be modest and cover up. The fourth question is, what is your favorite thing about wearing it? My favorite thing about wearing the hijab is that I can find a hijab that is modest, comfortable, and pretty, and I can wear a new color every day. The fifth question is, what is or what was your biggest struggle when wearing hijab? And what advice do you have for anyone struggling with wearing hijab? So alhamdulillah, I don't really have any struggles with my hijab, but my advice for those who are struggling is to have confidence and ignore the shaitanic act of the disbelievers. Be a righteous Muslim and always remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is with you no matter what. Sixth question is, why is it that you choose to be a Muslim every day? I choose to be Muslim every day because I know without Islam, I would be nothing. I would have no purpose in life and I will struggle. And even if I don't in this life, I will in the next. The seventh question is, what is the most beautiful thing about Islam to you? To me, the most beautiful thing about Islam is that no matter how many times you mess up or make a mistake, or whenever you're feeling a certain way, you can always turn back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala because Allah is like no other and Islam is like no other religion. So even if you are struggling or in a time of need, even in times of happiness, we always have a lot to turn to and thank. And the last question is, 
What does it mean to be a Muslim? And what is something Islam has given you that no one can take away? To me, being a Muslim means having a purpose in life, and that is to worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and follow the ways of Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa Because at the end of the day, when this life ends, you know you serve your purpose for being on this world. And Islam has given me happiness and guidance. And it is what motivates me because this life is short. So we always have to make the best of of it and make our time on this world meaningful. Thank you and assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. My name is Jane. I'm turning 19 at the end of this month. Um, I'm going to be a sophomore this upcoming fall semester at university in Chilmah. And something I want people to know about myself is sometimes I occasionally paint to relieve stress. So the first question is when and why did you start wearing the hijab? Uh, I started wearing the hijab at the age of nine and living in a predominantly Arab area, I've seen all the women surrounding me and the women that raised me wear it. So I, I'd say like societal influence was a key factor as to why I wore it and to be honest with you I was also like bribed with a party with a hijab party and I was allowed to invite all my friends at the time so I would say like both definitely played into why I wore the hijab at that age uh what is your story or journey what is your journey with hijab and naqab if you wear it uh, there isn't really much to the journey. Like I said, I started wearing it at the age of nine, and at the end of this month would mark a decade of me wearing it. Alhamdulillah. Um, what has wearing it taught you? So the tolerance of others would definitely, like, tolerating others would definitely be something that it taught me. Uh, something that I'm still working on. Like, I'm still trying to teach myself that. Um, growing older, I've realized that not everyone is going to be as tolerant or open to the idea that I choose to cover myself modestly. It staggers people that I live according to like a set of values that no matter how much they dislike, they're not going to change because they're not comfortable with the fact that I willingly cover myself every day, even though it may not necessarily align with their, like with their own societal norms. Um, shows me that people come from different walks of life and there are a lot of people that are raised into thinking that they're always right and they push they tend to like always be pushing their belief systems on other people so i so i have to become more tolerant of that although it's difficult um but being the bigger person is um encouraged in islam so inshallah and hopefully i'll be getting the hasanat for that um, what is your favorite thing about wearing it? That well, my favorite thing, like, about wearing it is that I represent my religion. So whenever, whenever and wherever someone sees me wearing the hijab, they automatically know that I'm Muslim. Cause why would I not want to flaunt that? That's that's who I am. Like being Muslim is something that I'm proud of. It's a it's my identity. Um, I want to show that to the world. So definitely being like a representation for the religion is my favorite thing about wearing it. What's the importance of having haya slash modesty in Islam? Um, so first off, I want to say that modesty is not just like reduced to the way a person covers themselves, but also an individual's behavior and demeanor. But there are plenty of reasons as to why haya is emphasized in Islam. Haya could be as simple as business ethics, like not exploiting others when participating in like a business deal, or, or it can be online behavior. It's become so normal for so many Muslims to slander each other, Muslim or non-Muslim, and they respond in a negative tone and exercise their like so-called right to hateful speech. When avoiding that, you would be better communicating to other people, and it creates much more of a positive environment. Why would you not want that? There are so many more examples that are mentioned throughout the religion, but the overall goal at the end of the day is for Muslims to embody the teachings of Islam and to maintain and better the wellness of the community and society that you live in. Uh, what is 
or was your biggest struggle when wearing the hijab and what advice do you have to anyone struggling with the hijab um probably seeing non-scarfies to be honest uh they get to beautify beautify themselves in ways that i personally am not able to in public unfortunately i struggle with the fact that people may not perceive me as pretty or they they'll look past you sometimes um it's not something that's constantly on my mind it just comes up here or there in certain settings um but i'd like to say that i have a pet peeve when it comes to the muslim community because i've seen so many muslims talking about like scarfies and they would comment things like oh i never wear that style of clothing and you can see that the individual is trying so hard to be modest and she is wearing modest clothes like she'd be wearing something that is modest it like based off the teachings of the religion and she's honestly trying her best and then they wouldn't have anything nice to say they would um they, they don't even they don't say it to her face but they bash her on the side like oh that that wasn't a nice outfit if you don't have anything nice to say respectfully i need you to keep your opinion to yourself so many uh muslims muslims that are scarfies struggle with dressing and um and dealing with societal norms nowadays so when it's your own people it hurts a little more than when it's not it's frustrating but like you always have to remind yourself um that wearing like while wearing the hijab that you always have to remind yourself of the bigger picture and advice i'd have to people struggling is um find yourself um well keep your mind reminding yourself of the bigger picture but definitely helps when you have a support system so i'd say um try making some muslim friends um and try going try finding people that have that are experiencing the same thing as you so you can i guess confide confide in each other um because when you have people that you that go through the same thing as you you probably won't feel as isolated and there there's a lot of muslimas out there that go through this so um you're not alone so i would say definitely go and reach out to people that are experiencing the same thing as you and try bettering yourselves like support one another so why is it that you choose to be a muslim every day uh something about me is i like reliable sources and the quran doesn't even have a syllable that's been changed over let alone a word that's been changed over the 14,000 years uh, 1400 years um it's been around and the rules haven't been changed or modified um because if you followed haven't been like changed or modified and honestly if you follow the religion correctly it does create a perfect society so that's why i would choose to be muslim every day um muslims that have that i've seen that try to be the most on their deen or they're really on it i'm not saying they're perfect but they definitely use the prophet as a role model and when i see them follow not only the quran but the sunnahs of the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam their i see their morals are top tier like there is somebody that i look up to i want to be them uh mashallah but so that's yeah it like so why it should be with some your morals i feel like are better um and it just i feel like it's more it's the the most reliable religion like there's it has the most sources that haven't been changed over the years Um what is the most beautiful thing about Islam to you? I'd say Hajj. Yeah, um so like millions of people from all around the world, like from every crevice of the earth come together where Islam originated and they complete Hajj. Like the diversity of the different types of people that 
all happen to be Muslim and they show up in like these simple white garments. Everybody is wearing the same exact thing. And it just shows how much unity we have as an ummah. So I'd say that's definitely one of the most beautiful things about Islam to me. What does it mean to be Muslim? And what is something Islam has given you that no one can take away? Uh, being Muslim, like, obviously means La ilaha illallah, Muhammad abduhu uh, rasulah. So, um, that Allah is the one and only God, and Muhammad is his messenger. Um, I guess it also means that you have to fully submit your will to Allah, and that you have, um, you have to always have trust in him because he, he knows best for you. And honestly, that's given me peace of mind that there's a higher power that's perfect and that he's always prioritizing you and wants the best for you. It's given me peace of mind that everything is maktub and there's only khayr that can come from it at the end of the day. Alhamdulillah. Make sure to stay tuned for part two to the hijab. Tell all there's more stories that more people have shared with us. And thank you for listening to this episode of Breaking Barriers. My name is Ruqayya Wrights, and I can't wait to keep the conversation going. Accept what normally appears. Let them draw their veils over their chests and not reveal their hidden adornments except to their husbands, their fathers, their father-in-laws, their sons, their stepsons, their brothers, their brothers' sons or sisters' sons, their fellow women, those bonded women in their possession, male attendants with no desire, or children who are still unaware of women's nakedness let them not stomp their feet draw attention to their hidden adornments turn to allah in repentance altogether o believers so that you may be successful